Welcome to the latest episode of the Geek Easy Comics and Stuff Podcast. As always, brought to you by either our good friends of the Rogue Podcast Network, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, and all other places where you find people spouting inane nonsense. Fucking mic drop. There you go. And there will be swearing. <coughs> uh, i got to say, before we get into this, this Dr. Pepper Dark Berry is rank. I think you want to say delicious. It's no, fucking lovely. No, well, I'll probably it's drink lovely. it, but... I- I don't know. I, I was drawn by the shiny chromey thing and it's got Mysterio on the can and stuff, but it's a... Uh, Podcast is sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Dark Berry. No, it isn't. Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, <laughs> far From Nice. <laughs> far From Nice is right. Only on the big screen. Me hoop. Now out in Blu-ray, I think. Uh, so, oh, cool. <clears throat> how have you been? How have we been? Um, it's I'm been still, two weeks. It's been two weeks. <laughs> two it's weeks. been about two days since we've seen each other. I'm still recovering. Yes, we both are. We had a we had a, an event on Saturday. Which was, which was awesome. We... Uh, I say we, you, launched uh, Nasferatu. Nasferatu, the Irish launch of Nasferatu happened in Dublin City Comics on Cable Street. And thank you very much for hosting us. Thanks very much for having uh, us. And thank you so much for everyone who came in because it was like jammers. It was great. Who was that awesome little legend? That was Daniel Fee. He is a little I, legend. I unfortunately didn't get a chance to the meet hero. Daniel because I was late to the, my own signing. <laughs> <You were. laughs> I was late to my own signing. Too, Everyone too. was standing away. I was like, do we, do we wait? I was like, no, nope, just go for it. Just Fuck go. Him. Yeah, no, Kevin and Jill were there, so it was fine. But uh, I, I, everybody I, waited really patiently though. They you. did. It was lovely. I, I said it was nice when you walked in an it, hour late and everyone's still waiting. I was no. I was half an hour late. <laughs> I was doing dad stuff. I was at home being a dad, and my wife was at a conference, so she had to kind of wait. We our, our pads crossed it timetable wise, so Irene then dropped me in, and she literally left me at the corner, and I ran into the shop. I'll be honest. There was a couple of people waiting, and they were like, "Where the fuck? Where was he?" Like, he was like. He's looking after his nipper. All right, cool. We wait from the end of Yeah, yeah. But as soon as he said, I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah." No, it wasn't like I was off gallivanting somewhere drinking in a pub. It was. No. I was at home being dad. No rockstar diva shit. None of that stuff at all. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able for that shit. That happened afterwards. That happened afterwards. Well, we we had libations. Let's say libations were had. Yes, it was Jill's birthday as well, so yes. we were celebrating that. Had too. to be celebrated. <coughs> but um, shout know. out to Thomas House as well for. Yeah, the last time it says the Pazazu night was on there. Pazuzu. Pazuzu, I'm fucking Pazaz. Pazazu. No, Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Yeah, it's like the demon from, um, what you call it? Yeah, because Jill said that. He's in the name of a demon. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's a demon, yeah. It's the one from fucking, what you call it, The Exorcist. That's Pazuzu. Yeah. Yeah. The one. It, I think it is. I think it is. Shit, so the Exorcist or the other one? Poltergeist. Balls! No, Poltergeist is a collection of ghosts. Oh, okay, right. Um, the demon is in The Exorcist. Right. Turns out, in Poltergeist, it turns out to be a collection of ghosts of settlers. And then people before that as well. So, Amish. So a smorgasbord of ghosts. A smorgasbord of poltergeisty people. Remember the creepy priest dude from Poltergeist Two and Three? See, I watched that movie when I was very young, <coughs> and I remember somebody vomited up something, and some mad shit happened. Yeah. Um, now that was me. Nope. No. Nope. Full out. There was a. It was a kind of like a, a giant worm person gets vomited. Something up. like that. Yeah. yeah. The dad. That's in Poltergeist Two actually. The dad drinks a bottle of tequila with, a, with a, an infected worm. In oh, it. it's the worm. And he, the worm goes in him, and then he spews up the worm. Somebody drilling two somebody doors. With a fucking somebody drill. with a drill two doors over. I don't realize how late it is in the evening. Yeah, they don't care. Dick. They're in the city center. They don't I'm give a shit. Shout out the window. I'm all fucking. <laughs> you. You prick. Fuck off. You want the drill? Fuck off. Um, Come down there. <coughs> So yeah, so that was Saturday, and we had a good time. We enjoyed ourselves. Uh, many drinks were had, and we were a fair few of us were quite inebriated by by the end of it. I thought I was being an absolute bollocks and winding you up, and it turns out it was somebody else. And I've no Completely idea somebody else. Yeah, you said to me before, some some poor individual got the brunt of my drunken nonsense, and I've no idea who I have to apologise to him. Yeah, it wasn't me because you thought it was me, and then it wasn't. And yeah. I was like, no, I wasn't. No, that wasn't me. Shit. 
Tote Luther, some whoever it was. That is Cormac now. was there as well. Well, actually, I thought you were there. There so was a there plethora might have been you of or people Cormac. there, but you know, no, I mean, in this particular conversation, it was it was you oh, right. and Cormac and somebody else. So I'm gonna have to do a guess who and flick down. So you had in the general area where you were, you had you, Cormac, Steph, Cat, um, Nesson, Jill. Jill was Helmet. kind of there. Jill was, Helmet Helmet was could have been there as well. He was walking by at one point. <clears throat> you probably shouted abuse at him. Who knows? Anyway, Jamie um, Carr. Jamie Corr, the wonderful Jamie Corr. I don't think I shouted. I don't think I shouted abuse to Jamie. Demon. Um, no, so, Darren. I didn't give Darren abuse either because I'd be afraid he's like a little kid. Yeah. So comics. Yes, comics. Yeah, shit. Well, your comic, which we were talking about. Nats Faradu. Technically is, speaking, is yeah is yeah. now out. And uh, on sale in the store. On sale in the store. And we still have a couple of your limited prints left as well. So if anybody's looking yes. for those, we left in. So there was just a handful of small of prints left after the signing. So we yep. decided to kind of give leave them with the shop. So anyone that wanted to pick up a copy of the uh, book in Dublin City Comics will get a limited edition Kevin Keane print that was originally just made for the signing. But there was like I think there's like five or six left. Yeah. Um. So we were like, okay, well look, fuck it, give it to the people that want to buy the book. The first six people in the door get a get a print as well. So. Oh nice. Um, here's so what you could have won <coughs> yeah. you're actually here you do win it yeah <laughs> so that's available uh, in Dublin City Comics at the moment um, uh, full full 80 page graphic novel Natsferatu yay Nazis vampires that's what it what you need to say about it yeah there it's you awesome. go uh, right yeah so this week we got like comics and stuff coming in as usual mm. um, short list because it was flying through it and it uh, really was kind of like you know just cherry picking some bits out of it but what I'm looking forward to this week uh, is Amazing Spider-Man 35 uh, continue the 2099 shenanigans that are going on oh yeah also we're getting um, Venom 2099 we had Punisher 2099 last week kind of a bit of a mix up on it because okay. originally it was Gallows was the Punisher wasn't it from 2099 yes yeah it's not him now who is it somebody else like Frank Castle Jr. Jr. no it, it's it, literally you, you, the way you're reading it you're like oh oh it's somebody else this is interesting <clears throat> so I think they're kind of mixing up the 2099 universe now I don't know whether it's another shenanigans and kind of from battle world and the rest of that secret oh, war stuff oh they're doing oh okay i don't know it's actually it's pretty good though it's okay really, all right punisher was, was a lot of fun it's still available so i think we have a couple of issues left i didn't get ready to read in fantastic four yet but i'm looking forward to the venom issue which is out this week we're also getting star wars number one the facsimile edition the repro of it yeah i was wondering about that actually because i saw i saw that is this which star wars story is this i think it's the first marvel one so from the 80s or from I think from the 80s yeah it's right. not the, not oh, the okay. recent it's the original so I was wondering because I saw it and I was like hang on a second are they just reprinting the one they did like three years no, ago no. and funnily enough they're going to be renumbering <coughs> Star Wars next year as well yeah of course they are I don't mind them renumbering it I just wish they'd keep the trades in the fucking proper sequence yeah so renumber all the other ones you want but just keep the trades in a volume order so at least you can keep up with it yeah um, we have uh, oh yeah Ghost Rider 2099 as well um, Conan Serpent War first part of the uh, four part series uh, and the Annihilation Scourge is kicking off as well with um, Fantastic Four and Nova. But incidentally, one of the more interesting things that's coming out this week is the Power Rangers TMNT crossover. Okay. They're crossing over the Turtles with everything, aren't they? Yeah, but the Batman Turtles one was really good. And then the Batman animated in Turtles was yeah. pretty solid as well. Yeah. So I can only imagine. Because the Turtles and uh, Power Rangers have crossed over before. <clears throat> Not so well received, but hopefully this one will be a lot better. Okay, that's when they introduced Venus. Is that the same? Is it the same writing team, creative team that was on Batman? Do you know what? I couldn't tell. TMT, TM, TMNT. Um, reading TMNT at the moment, order. I've been waiting to get the issues back off Jay. Well, not back off Jay, but getting them off him because uh, he hooks me up with his uh, Transformers and Turtles. Ah yes. 
because uh, I haven't got enough room to collect them all. My missus will kill me. Mm. I've, I've actually, I have actually physically run out of room <laughs> for comics. No, I did. What? Tried to load them in. <laughs> see, yeah, I, I was thinking about that. I'll see how I'm going, but I have, I have literally run out of room in my house for stuff. So yeah. This is what having a kid will do with you coming up to Christmas. Yeah, what I do is every year or every six months or so, I just kind of go through my collection again and I go, I haven't read that, I'm not really interested in that. I'll get rid of it, make room for a bit more. So I've got my, my set space, like you, you see in the front room. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my, my boxes hidden behind the wall, like I know exactly how many I've got. Sure. So I've, I've got this nice collection that I can curate and kind of go, oh, okay, nah, that gets dropped, we're going to put this in and mix it up. Or if the issues weren't that great throughout the year, like say, for example, one or two of the series I didn't really enjoy, <coughs> yeah. just drop them down. Yeah, I was going to say a series, but I don't want to be bad mouthing a comic because it was because it was alright. It wasn't great. It wasn't what I was. Expecting. This is this is this is the podcast. You can say this shit. But I don't like saying something shit. But you have to be objective about not. No, I'm objective. Like just because I think it's shit doesn't mean someone else won't think it's shit. That's true, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that is shit, and you can't say that it's shit. Mm. You know, you lose a bit of cred if you don't say I don't. I like it. if if in your opinion. So I'm getting cred. I'm I'm gonna lose cred for not saying that something's shit. If giving an honest opinion on something, I think you know there's a legitimacy there. If you're giving an honest opinion on something that you honestly think was a bad book, Neonomicon. Neonomicon. Yeah. I no, I actually don't know it. I, yeah. don't, I didn't read it. I'm a big fan of Cthulhu stuff. As am I. So I keep a lot of Cthulhu stuff in my collection. Yeah. But Neonomicon had big giant. Cthulhu, Dagon, Demon, Mickey. Oh, you told me about this book. Yeah. Yeah. I just had man. I couldn't. I couldn't. Day Day Dong. Day Dong. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It didn't fit right. The rest <coughs> of the, it's the name of the episode. What I will say is though, one of the better ones I've read, and I actually only recommended it to someone in the shop there the other day, and I was like, oh, I have to give that a read again. North Forty. You told me about North Forty. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. love that book. Yeah, yeah. Can't bang on about it enough. Yeah, but Day Dong. Yeah. No. You had to go, man. And I hate I hate losing books like that because I'm like ah, uh, because it was fun collecting it in the beginning. Because we kind of seeing where the journey was going to go. Oh, you saw the journey, all right? Yeah, you saw the whole fucking moon. Big, dirty, veiny journey. Yeah. Just, yeah. So, yeah, fuck it. Trade it in. Get rid of it. Make a bit of space for something else. Yeah. Death or Glory, actually, speaking of making space for it, <coughs> which is something you should probably get on. Death really, or Glory. Really, Rick Ramon, yeah. It's really, really awesome. Kind of a revenge, kind of crime thing. Cool. Um, And you said you, Jimbo. Is that this week number seven? I've collect- I'm, that's on my pull list. My very, my now reduced pull list, that is on it. Cool. That, I think it's that in Critical Role. I think that's it. Good books, though. Yeah, good books. Yeah, but that's that's all it is. I'm I'm collecting at the I moment. Think next so. year they're going to start reprinting Usagi from one in a recolored new version. I, I was because I was wondering about that. They're starting to bring out some books uh, of Usagi, like the the covers book that they brought out. Oh, and, that's glorious. Yeah, so like they're starting to bring out these these different kind of like reprints and stuff. So I, I was actually wondering if they were going to start doing stuff like that. So yeah. obviously they. So are. it looks like IDW are going to start printing it again <laughs> from one, which I'm 100 percent on board. Yeah, because they did the same thing with the Turtles, uh, Urban Legends. Sure, that's a popular as fuck book, but it's a really really nice way of like. You missed it. You're not going to get around to getting all those issues. Start getting again. Yeah, Fuck yeah, it. yeah. It's a good show. Um, also, we got a couple of toys coming in this week. We got the Harry Potter figures are coming in. Harry Potter finally. figures. Yeah, McFarlane. They all come with the Patronus as well. So it's no Ron, way. Harry, Hermione. <coughs> I'd like to say, what's his face? Um, Dumbledore. No, the bad dude. Voldemort. You go. No, no, it's, yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got the My Hero Academia figures are coming in. McFarlane again. And a couple of black series with Ghost Yoda, I think, was one of them. So the McFarlane toys, these are the ones that come in are between 25 to 30. About 20 quid, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not even 30, they always hit about 20 mark. Yeah, they're solid. Like, I have a couple of them at home. I have the Destiny ones, I have a couple of the Borderlands ones. Just pointing to my uh, bandit on the You're shelf. You're banded <laughs> over there, yeah. You're banded, Psycho. Psycho bandit from Borderlands. Is that the Borderlands 2 one? That is the Borderlands, I think it was part of 3, maybe, or 2. It was the, the series that came out with... Um, the older Tiny Tina? 
It wouldn't be three, it'd be two. Two. No. So there does because there was a crossover there where they were doing the Borderlands two, and then uh, straight away, then they did the newer ones. Yeah, because Krieg and Lilith. Yeah. What was it Lilith? One of the sirens, anyway. And then it was <coughs> Tina and the Bandit, but I think Tina and the Bandit are from three. Yeah. So I think that might be. From three. Yeah. Yeah. No, because the. Uh, Hope they bring out some of the midgets though. <laughs> some of them are amazing, man. Yeah. Uh, but some of the designs on the bad guys in Borderlands 3 are fantastic. Oh, dude. I got, I got sculled by a female bandit, dude. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah, there's loads of them in it. Deadly. <laughs> loads of them. They're all different types. Like, there's, um, there's the, the, the suicidal ones as well. And then there's oh, like. the zealots. The zealots. And then there's the, there's the few different ones. And there's the, the Malawan ones as well. There's some female in there. They've, they've mixed it up. They really yeah. have. Like, it's. it's uh, the, Way more character models. It makes it more interesting when you're fighting instead of just fighting, like. The, the same, same dude, over, same and dude over, over, and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A huge variety of lunatics running at you. Yeah, and like, and there's a lot of them I fucking hate. Like the big bastard and behemoth dudes with the shields and the flamethrowers. Oh, only yesterday I was Bricks. playing it because myself and the, the boys play it on a Sunday. Yeah. And um, literally, the fucking three of those dudes with the shields spawned in, and I'd just taken care of the third one with Leahy, and another one stepped out, like just stepped out of the container. Good night, bunk! Yeah. Hit you with the shield. It was like, fucking yeah, no, it's it. Borderlands Three is vicious when it wants to be. It really is. I haven't even got through the first playthrough. Apparently, it only gets more vicious. Yeah, I haven't finished it. Yet. Mm. I haven't had time. Uh, now that the book is done and out, I have time now to finish the games that I need to finish. So I'm finishing Death Stranding and I'm finishing finishing Borderlands Three. Yeah, we're gonna play. It. Looks amazing. It yeah, is amazing. Play. It is absolutely amazing. It's Kojima off the hook. But uh, anyway, let's go back to the comics. Yeah. We can talk about games in a second. <laughs> I, did, I was pretty much done. That's why. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of trade ins as well. Actually, um, and I've managed to process a bunch of them still. Just about ready to get the rest of those Star Wars figures out. I don't know what I was saying on the last one, but basically we had a whole buttload of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I was looking at this actually. A They're Porkins glorious. One. There's a Porkins one right here. Oh man, they we've all the pilots, but yeah, the problem yeah. is we got across three trade-ins and across the three trade-ins, two people were big fans of their head swaps. Ah, uh, nightmare. Yeah, so we thought we had them all done, and then it was uh, Lieutenant Oxio, I believe he's called the Tie Fighter pilot. Yeah, took it off, and he's got a Rebel pilot what a head on him. I was like, what the fuck? So I took the pilot's head off. And I put him back. So not the rebel pilot, the rebel trooper. Yeah. And then I looked and I had five different rebel troopers. They so, only did one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, where the fuck are your heads belonging to? Oh, so I gotta go rummaging through them all again. So it's, yeah, it's it's proven to be a, a quite a, a time consuming job. But on the upside, giving head generally is. Yeah, I, I generally hey, I generally manage huh? <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite well with that. Um, no, but um, I manage normally fairly well with the trade-ins. It's just but that was kind of a bit of a curveball. But we did get. A lot of Transformers Beast Wars ones processed and a lot of Prime figures out as well. So there's a shit ton of new Transformers figures. A lot of Armada figures. Yeah. And um, we've got a load of... Um, I will say this, I haven't, I haven't bought a new Transformer figure in a very, very long time, but the shop put up a poster in the week of the Wreckers. Oh, that was amazing. And I it? saw the Wreckers crew and I was like, fuck me. Yeah. Oh my God. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually only the, thing, the last few figures I did were World, Roadbuster and Springer. Yeah. Springer's, I, I don't know what it is about me I think they've done a bad Springer figure, yeah. No, but like... The only one I think they did that was mildly off was the Takara repaint. Right. Of one of the generation Springer's because he was really green. He was like a lime green. I think I've seen that one. It's it real looked, bright. It just looked a little bit... Off. Yeah, it's a bit too shiny for a Springer. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about... My favourite Transformers tend to be like the... I want to say the, he's not the face man but he's kind of like the, the, the tertiary or the backup guy. It's like Springer, Hound, Prowl. They're my three favorite. Wheeljack, so yeah. they're those four guys are my yeah. favorite Transformers. 
Prowl gets a lot of love in the Transformers community. It's just the way he looks. Prowl is badass. He always has been. Did like you a, read the uh, the IDW series? I didn't, know. Oh, dude. It's good. Prowl has a major fucking story in it. Yeah, yeah. He's straight up assassin. Oh, no, he doesn't assassinate. There's, there's a whole thing where uh, Decepticon gets assassinated, like yeah. straight up murdered by Spike. Right. But Prowl wants him to fucking basically pay for it. So chases him down the ground and all that. Like, and it's just... And then but Prowl starts doing his own shady shit. And it's like in, in the comic, like he's all about statistics and basically weighing it up and seeing which way is the best way to go and the best possible outcome. He's Joe Pineapples. Pretty much, yeah. But like at one point, he has RC as his own personal assassin, <coughs> murking people to try and steer shit the right fucking way. Cool. Man, he just goes fucking off the rails. Deadly. Brilliant mm. character. And at one point, he becomes the head of Devastator. He becomes the head of Devastator. He becomes the head of Devastator. Jesus. Because basically, the, 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 the Constructicons, like revere him because he was trying to get justice yeah, yeah, yeah. for their boy and I think well, I don't know how he ends up getting the thing I, I can't really remember because Jay has supposed to give me a lot of the this issues this is all about head this episode yeah but um, the Constructicons when Prowl is literally leading them they're much much stronger and much more focused Yeah. so when they break down Prowl's like no I don't have any more to do with you the Constructicons are all hanging around because like, hey buddy do you, do you want to team up again buddy that was a lot of fun <laughs> come on buddy let's do it come on <laughs> so they're all falling around like lost puppies and like fuck off away from me will you yeah yeah uh, the character, those character, those four, four, uh, and they're all Autobots. Well, seemingly, <coughs> but all those four, those four Autobots to me, they were they were my favorite Transformers, and always have been. I, Prowl, the, the Prowl, Wheeljack, Prowl, and Hound in the original series, and then when Springer turned up, I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah, because and Springer got a raw deal in the movie because mm. he was like literally <clears throat> him and RC were just there, and then he was he was always off to the side, you know. But it was like the fuck give Springer his due he's badass <laughs> well, he got it in the comics and then Records comes along <clears throat> Springer like, yeah Springer's fucking story is phenomenal yeah yeah it's the record the records are fucking fantastic yeah. but that picture you guys put up of the records with the books behind them but the whole set of the guys yeah looks look badass and I'm looking I'm going fuck me yeah I've no room we got a couple of really interesting Transformers to win the cabinet as well <clears throat> yeah. over the week yeah Jay managed to piece together a couple of the Armada kind of super combiners nice it's going to be popping them in during the week because it's going to be some real fucking nice shit. That's Although cool. I'm saying that, we, we have lost a lot of the Beast Wars ones already. <coughs> Just walking at the door? Uh, there's, there's a few lads who literally watching those cabinets like a hawk and as soon as a new figure goes in, it's fucking gone. <laughs> Same with the Gundam guys as well. Like Pretty much we start calling them snipers because literally something goes out, they're zeroed in on it and yeah. it is out of there. Yeah. We did just get restocked on um, Gundam again. Um, we got a lot of the original um, RX-78 back in. We got some of the smaller, cheaper kits for Christmas. And we got the latest wave of Iron Iron Blooded Orphans. I've got that stuck in my head again. Funny you say that because I but, was uh, so no, it was Bill Divers, Bill Divers Ori. We oh, got yeah. the latest wave of those, including the Neo Zeon Gundam. The, yeah, I, it's, it's a Gundam with a big Neo Zeon yeah, symbol on his chest. I heard it's about this. Amazing looking. I also, it's really weird. A lot of, I've seen a lot of posts on Barbatos today for some reason. Barbatos. I don't know why, but it's just because Iron Blooded Orphans has been finished for a while now. Yeah, but. we got him restocked. I think it was about two weeks ago, and gone. Yeah, with a load of back orders like, I, I, I've always keep that kit in like. Bar- the Barbatos kit the Barbatos design it was such a different idea but with the same kind of theme it was same colour scheme as the RX but it's like so different it looked so it was like a, it looked like an animal basically with I the, just the love legs the way and, it keeps upgrading as it goes yeah. through the series like oh, give that new shoulder pads give Malibu Stacey a nice shiny new hat there yeah, we go. Yeah. I think there were six different iterations of it but, the different, the but it, it was getting better weapons it was getting bigger oh, yeah. weapons <clears throat> Brilliant. The lumber saw is still my favourite one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking. Oh, that poor little dude on the train tracks. <laughs> See you later, buddy. 
that's <clears throat> whenever anybody talks about watching wanting to watch a Gundam show, I'm like, start with Iron Blood Orphans. Yeah, because like, it's so it's separate to everything else. Yep. But it's devastating. But the thing as well is it doesn't you it doesn't play on the usual tropes. Like you do kind of have a Shara character. You kind of it's have still all about war is brutal. But it's not like like Seed was the original. It's not no. as fucking straight carbon copy, and it is its own entity as well. It's vicious. If, yeah, if you're not a fan of Gundam or giant mecha shows in general, it's much easier to get into because there's a lot more character development. It's more it's, about it, the actual. It's got it's got it's like Game of Thrones. Don't like this character for long. Yeah, I, kids are trying to find their fucking way, man. Because you remember when we first started watching it when it first hit. Yeah. And I was like, if anything happens to Biscuit, <laughs> I'm going to have fucking ructions. Yeah. And it, it took a while, and he was there, and he's building, and then all of a sudden, hang on a second, he's getting a really good story. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. you can kind of see that communication. Like, oh, they spend a lot of time on this guy's backstory. Don't you fucking do yeah, You I, sons of fucking bitches. Yeah. And it's like, bump, gone. I'm like, no way. That. But then, because of that character was so central to the story. He lived on. It, but it was, because it, the, 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 rip, the ripples throughout the the story after he goes is just fucking insane. Yeah. But, um. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Come on, it's been out, what, three years, four <laughs> years joking, now? Four, is it four years in? I don't know. Jesus. It's been that long. Three, at least three anyway, for Iron Blood and Orphans. For season so. one, anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and it was only two seasons. Yeah, but that, I like when it's that. It's just, there you go, nice and easy. <coughs> get in, you can get Boom. out. Job's um, good. Yeah, I know. Iron Blood and Orphans is cracking show. Really, really good. And like in all typical animes, as soon as they hit second season and they change the theme song, the second theme song is always shit compared to the first one. It wasn't shit though. But it wasn't man, man with a mission. It wasn't it Raise Your Flag. It was still bloody good though. Yeah, but it wasn't Raise Your Flag. <laughs> Raise Your Flag is a fucking banger. Yeah, yeah true. You know? But uh, yeah. Yeah, we had that and we had fucking One Punch Man pretty much in quick succession. Like, yeah! Team tunes, lads, get in! Yeah, One Punch Man, fuck. Second season, that sounds way. No. Yeah? No, it's not good. Have you seen it? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh. Is it online? Yeah. I didn't know it was online. Oh. It's bad. Yeah. Shit. Oh. oh. Basically, they um they they did what I was hoping wasn't going to happen. They cheaped out the animation. Oh, did they? Yeah. You sure they, you definitely just didn't see a fan edit? Oh or something? no, mate! I'm I'm deadly serious. There's, there was one part in it that actually, I thought I mentioned this before. Actually, know, I've, I've had a lot of conversations about this. To be honest, I've complete. This is completely skipped over me. Right. <sighs> yeah. Right. So basically, the um the animation <coughs> matters. The first one, you get yeah. a lot of visceral kind of crazy, like that fucking Mad World game. Fucking mad batshit. Black yeah, and white. Yeah. Fucking swirly shit going down yeah. lovely fucking stylized artwork there was one fantastic opportunity for that in the first episode of the second season and they did a cutaway and just a smash cut like basically you had I think it was the it might have been the second episode actually I'm pretty sure it was the first time I've heard that but this had, is, exists because, because nobody's talking about it because it's talking fucking about it. shite it's bad. oh it's so bad but like Speed of Sound Sonic basically confronts he's going to confront Saitama at his gaff yeah and Geno interjects and he's like nah buddy you're not getting to the master you gotta get through me so they're having a square off and Speed of Sound Sonic starts to get the drop on Genos right, right. because you've been training like a bastard right yeah. but then Saitama appears with his shopping of course he does. He's like, oh, this little prick, right? So they square off and speed of sound sonic is the worst fucking lazy cunty shit ever, right? Like one thing I hate in anime is when they just give you an image, a still image, and they shake it a little bit or they draw a few wavy lines sure. and start talking shit to make you think animation is happening. Yeah. But they're basically stretching out the one fucking panel it's, for it, about 30 seconds. Come on, like... That happens a lot in anime, right? I get yeah, you. It happens a lot in, in a lot of the shows that I don't we mind love. when people are talking and stuff, but when there's action happening fucking Annie up son don't be fucking sure. cheaping out on the good shit like that's why I stopped watching um, Attack on Titan 
I got bored with attacking Titans. But it's the whole, oh, we're talking for ages, oh, we're going to attack it. We're going to have everybody standing there with lines coming out of them, showing them moving, and we're going to shake and wobble this while everybody screams for about five yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. seconds. But anyway, right, they started doing that in One Punch Man. So, um, Genos getting his arse kicked by speed of sound, right? Sonic's coming in. So he decides his new technique to confuse Saitama is the simultaneous after image attack or something like that, right? Which basically makes five or six different speed of sound Sonics all stationary, just shaking slightly. Right. So rather than the one thing that annoys me, they just amplified it up and started okay. shaking it. Then it gets infinitely fucking worse when Saitama's response is simultaneous sidesteps. So you have like 50 Saitamas all just wobbling, vibrating slightly to show the fact that he's stepping sideways loads of times to make millions of after images of himself. And then the best part is black screen. It's been the Sonic's on the ground on his arse. You don't see him getting punched. Not even a fucking slap. Fucking. So the actual pop out, man. like the name of the show. Yeah, no, it's called One yeah, Punch Man. No, you don't even get to see the one see punch. Shit. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a couple of good punches in the show, right? But for the most part, there's like these great big yokes. You're like, oh, here we go. Now they cheaped out again. So they like, they blew their load in the first season. No, they, they stopped using Madhouse. They used a different animation oh, company. did they? Yeah. I don't know whether there's a falling out or a cheaper budget, whatever the fuck. But you can see straight away. How could they go? It couldn't be a cheaper budget considering how popular the first season was. I don't know. Like it was internationally renowned. I, I didn't even, I wasn't even asked looking into finding out why. I was just so. Eh. So that's why nobody's been talking about it. That's why I didn't know about it because I, I knew it was, I'd heard it was coming. And then, eh. and then I was thinking, oh, it's anime. It'll turn up eventually, and then it'll like, be like everywhere. I'm not trying to totally shit on it. There were some, there were some really funny bits and some genuinely good bits in the show. Sure. But for the most part, like when the evil main villain makes his first appearance, he butchers like we're talking maybe four or five dozen heroes. Mm. You don't see a single one of them drop. Oh. Like I'm not telling. I think you might see three drop. Maybe the last three. But for the most part, you're looking at a guy hiding behind a podium and his reaction. Ooh, Whenever shit. that shit happens, I get flashbacks to heroes. Yeah. And I get tick real fucking fast. Sure. Because if I have to see another fight scene in someone's fucking eyeball peering through a fucking keyhole, uh, uh, uh. get fucked. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that's bad. That's still the benchmark for me. That fucking season finale of the Petrellis versus Siler, the fight we've been building up for fucking ages. And we get to see the cheerleader looking through a keyhole and a couple of flash reflections in a eyeball. Yeah. You dickheads. Yeah. Like, you don't cheap out on the fucking money shot, lads. Yeah. Heroes died of death very early on. Well, that and the fact that they kept rinse repeating the same thing. Sure. But no, it's a shame to hear about One Punch Man going down the drain like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably won't bother me all watching it now. <laughs> um, fuck it. No, it didn't go down the drain. Chrononauts. The new miniseries. Fucking deadly. Okay. <laughs> that just popped in my head because I was looking at it earlier. Um, yeah. That's, that, was, that all came out as one, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, boom. Dropped. I think Anders still might have a couple of collections of it hidden in the shop now. Cool, cool. But it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, have you been reading um, White Knight? No. Holy shit, dude. I, oh no, hang on, I have been. Curse of the White Knight. I have, I have collected it, I haven't read it. Read it. Okay. The, especially the um, Victor Von Fries episode. I saw the covers. Holy shit. Yeah? Really good. Yeah, it's good a to lot know. of fun. It's good to know because the first story, like the original run... I thought it looked amazing. Mm. The story was a few was patchy in parts, a bit a bit yeah. kind of like, uh, but it's nice to hear that the the sequel is 
or a follow up is, is better I'm enjoying the shit out of it yeah cool that's good to hear um, I, like I said I, I haven't had time to catch up on my, on my not so much my correspondence but my reading and my, my books and what I've been like, the, like I've got a stack of shit that I have to read um, but I have been trying to catch up on my viewing uh, and I said it to you before. That's great for a comics related podcast. What? It's great for a comics and show. It is, podcast. isn't it? But I mean, it's not as if we spend most of our time. We just talked about fucking anime there for the last ten minutes. Yeah, we did talk about comics as well. We did. Um, Incidentally, actually, the new Deadpool issue um, was pretty good. They did a whole. Um, it's not a reboot, but it's kind of a renumbering again on Deadpool. Yeah, we talked about this briefly before, and I was. I think we'd set up my disdain for when they did shit like that, but it was good. As a Deadpool fan, you enjoyed it. Yep, enjoyed it. Yeah, well, that's good to know. It's King of the Monsters again. He's what? King of the Monsters again. Okay. Yeah, I'm wondering how that's going to sit with his ex-missus. I don't know if she's still Queen of the Monsters. Because she was the Queen of the Monsters in New York. Yeah. But he's now on like Coney Island or some shit. No, it's not Coney. It's Ellis Island, I think it is. Ellis Island is the, the prison. Yeah, I think that, that's where all the monsters are now. Sure. And he's the king of It's them. an island in New Yorkish area. Yeah. But he's, he's the king, basically. He murdered the last guy in spectacular Deadpool fashion. Sure. Basically, your man bit off Deadpool's arm and then he starts giggling. Because that was the arm that was holding all the grenades. And the other arm was holding all the pins. Lovely. <laughs> so we didn't get that arm. Nice. Nice. Good job, Deadpool. Yeah. Um, no, like... Uh, just, like, catching up on everything that's been going on. Like, trying to make time to watch and read and play everything. It's it's it's, it's rough going. I have... What I do, man? Every morning. Have your morning coffee. Have your morning cereal. Read a couple of comics while you're eating. Yeah. I get there. Um, But, like, I do have a pile of read shit that I have reading to Amelia she'd appreciate them well we did read I remember when I got the hardback reprint of Mignola's Dracula and she thought that was phenomenal so awesome that was good I did all the voices and everything oh did he yeah it was good fun what's your Renfield um, Master Master <laughs> that's my Renfield nice um, it's a bit more Igor than Renfield but alright well no it. but that's that was the that was the Tom Waits Renfield he was like that's what he sp- well that's what yeah, he, right, he yeah. might, and that's the way I think he spoke anyway yeah Tom Waits Renfield was very much an Igor type character. Sure. Um, he didn't do his usual, I'm Tom Waits. Uh, uh, yeah. So, but he was more like. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But no, Gary Oldman's Dracula was, was fantastic. I, I love that movie. I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love Coppola's uh, Dracula. It's brilliant. Oh, you watched that Klaus when you were saying on the old Netflix? Klaus is fucking fantastic. Um, so, man, every year I'm starting to look forward to the Netflix Christmas movie now. Well, yeah, because it was Kurt Russell last that year. That was amazing. Yeah, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Now this year it's Klaus, uh, a beautifully uh, made animated movie, um, two D animation with a bit of three D stuff mixed in for good measure. But the majority of it, the, the character animation is all two D. Does Sasha Baron do a voice in that? As well? No, um, I'm getting that confused with something else. Who are the voices? In it? Um, what was your man's name? Jason Schwartzman. Plays, oh, cool. Plays Jesper one of the main characters um, he's the posty guy is he posty guy and then um, J.K. Simmons plays Santa Claus wow yeah does he ask for any pictures of Spider-Man he does not ask for any pictures of Spider-Man at any point he is grumpy at some parts of it but then he's, he softens up towards the end okay uh, um, Rashinda Jones plays the love interest oh Rashinda Jones she's there yeah she's brilliant she plays the love interest uh, and then there's Je- John Cusack isn't it as the main villain and she is in the in the kind of the scenes that you see her in. She's fantastic, awesome. But it's a beautiful looking movie. Uh, it is just a work of. You talking about art. Ghibli levels of gorgeousness, like. Um, it's a different kind of beauty. Okay. It's it's definitely a like staring at a plastic bag floating in the wind. Beauty. Not that type of beauty. No. Um, it's um, 
it's literally every frame of this film is a work of art. Wow. Every single... And the attention to detail is insane. There's a particular awesome. scene that I, I was watching. With, I was just wrapped in this whole thing. But I noticed it's a bit where uh, Klaus and Jesper are on in the carriage, kind of riding through the woods. Um, and they're, it's at night time. And they're going between trees in the woods. And the moonlight is hitting them at intervals. So the colour keeps changing on them. Oh, cool. And it's just... It's so subtle. Hmm. But it's so well done. The palettes in it are beautiful. The animation is fucking unreal. It's just a work of art. Straight up a work of art. It's awesome. one of the best animated movies I have ever seen. And I've seen a lot of animated movies. Um, I highly recommend it. Regardless of it being a Christmas film or not. Like, we watched it last night. It's an hour and a half long. Hmm. Straight away, we finished watching it. I was like, I would watch that again right now. Cool. It was so fucking good. Okay. And it's some beautifully... It's some it's just some dark comedy in it, like real dark comedy. Cool. The the main plot is that Jesper is the son of the owner. This 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 land, it's kind of a fictional land. It's not really Earth because the, the map is all wacky. Okay. But it's a fictional land. It's Christmas land. It's Christmas land, yeah. So he he's in this world where postmen are held in high regard. And not like this world then. Not like this world at all. It's <laughs> you know what? It was kind of like it's kind of like Christmas Death Stranding. That's what it is. Holy Jesus. So basically there's a postal academy. There's only floating fucking Christmas babies There's no you, floating then? Christmas babies and there's no floating ghosts. Thank fuck for but, that. Well, there's a bit of ghosty stuff. But Ooh. um in this world there's a postal academy that Jesper's father is the head of. And like wizards and shit, like kind of a kind of like Hogwarts for postmen. But they go there to train Sounds to be postmen. Really shit. It's fucking brilliant. It's so well. No, done. when you said Hogwarts for postmen, that just sounded like the most shit thing I've ever thought of in my life. <laughs> like I get in a flash of Pratchett's postal. Yeah. And the post office and that kind of stuff. Exactly. That'd be cool. That's exactly. Okay, it. well that's kind of cool. All right. Back on board. That's it. Yeah, so lost me with the Hogwarts for postmen. It's postal, right? So right. think of postal. Terry okay. Pratchett's postal. What about the clacks? Is that kid looking? No. So, um, Patrician. The patrician is not well. No, the father is actually a nice guy. He's not okay. like the patrician or veterinary or anything like that. Like he's not like that. He's actually the father is actually a, a really nice parent who wants the best for his son, but his son is a waster. His son is basically oh, wait, John shit. Cusack. In any eighties film he's in. He's he's oh, living the high point, life. Like, what? The gross point, like completely disinterested. Kind of like say anything type thing or okay. you know. Um but he he has like he's he's living the high life. He's a rich kid. His father has given him everything, but his father now wants him to kind of grow up and get a job. Oh right! So he's enrolled him in the postal academy to pass and become a postman and have an actual trade. Does like, anybody go postal in this movie? Nobody goes postal in God this damn film, it. right? So, um, Jesper's coasting basically through this thing. This is right in the first five minutes, coasting through posting, posting through, posting through life, <laughs> and, um. The father's like, fuck, fuck this shit. You're, you're failing all your classes. You're not going anywhere. You're, I'm now going to graduate you as a postman and you have to go to the most remote town. That's the word. You're shit. You're right? crap. I'm just going to make you a post doing, anyway. Fuck no, off. what he's doing is he gives him an ultimatum. He says, you have to go. To, you know how to do this job. I know you know how to do this job well. You need to go to the most remote fucking town on the map and form a post office there and have to deliver over 6,000 letters within one year. And that's the ultimatum because if you do not do this, you, you just cheap out and get Santa to help him out, and he's posting to every kid's gaff around the fucking world. You're not far off. Holy shit! So what happens is, is that he basically don't spoil anymore. I'm not, no, I'm not spoiling. This is literally the first five minutes of the film. It's not even the plot. It's, it's like funny the, every time you say I'm not spoiling, it, you spoil shit. No, no, no. It's not. This is the first five minutes of the film where you okay. see Jesper in the postal academy, right. and his dad goes, "You have to go to this town and deliver six thousand letters in a year. If you do this, 
you will become a postman, you will have a trade, and I will not cut you off from your wealth. If you don't do this, you're cut off, and you're living in the gutter. That's it. And he's like, what the fuck? He gets sent to this town that is the worst place on earth, and he has to then become a postman. And it's the story of how that happens, and how Santa Claus gets involved, and it, it's just amazing. Okay. It's it's an amazing movie, and I highly recommend it. I've been thinking about it so much that I've spent my entire day today doodling characters from the film. Jesus, I mean, I well, well, the rest of the world is gripped by Frozen Two fever. Yeah, like, and that's that. That's what pains me about this because everyone is gripped about Frozen Two to a degree. Uh, I, I the be- music is phenomenal. Well, not begrudging anyone. There's no, there's no musical uh, numbers in in Klaus, but ah, not begrudging really? anyone. Frozen Two in any way, shape, or form. But I think Klaus deserved a much bigger cinematic release than it got, because uh, I think it got limited run in some places, but not everywhere. It's on Netflix. That Netflix funded it. Like so, I mean, it's on Netflix. But I mean, mm. the Irishman even got a release. I think it, it, Klaus oh, would have done yeah. gangbusters in the cinema, mm. but it would have been going up against the likes of Frozen. But Klaus is, in my mind, is a better made movie than anything Disney has done in a long time cool um, and it is the, is the rejuvenation of 2D animation as well Sweet. which wanted, made me want to become a, be an animator in the first place and this reminded me why I wanted to be an animator it's Sweet. that good definitely check it out this yeah, weekend definitely check it out that's my movie recommendation of the weekend <laughs> you didn't watch the toy show did you? I did watch the toy show. Oh, yes. I, yeah. I did too. Yeah. So we got to see that that kid getting fucking <coughs> annihilated by tubbers in the chops. Yeah. And if, any, if anyone doesn't know what is listening, doesn't know what the fucking toy show is, because I did have a few friends from America who decided to tune in on the RTE player when it did eventually. Oh, work. nice one. So they got to, to see, see a small child nearly get blinded on television. Exactly. And then, but they did, they, like, they had no clue what they were looking at. They didn't know what they were seeing because nobody, unless you're to Irish. To be honest, didn't know this year most people didn't know what they were looking at. When the kids were fucking turning them into a burrito, we're like, yeah. Jesus, lads. And then the walk of pain, we're like, what, what is the this? Fuck is this was turning that? into fucking, yeah. I'm a celebrity, get me the fuck so, out of here. So for anyone kids. who didn't watch the toy show, there was a moment where this young boy comes on and they were talking about like different things. And one of those kids he was reviewing, because they didn't really look at any of the fucking toys. It was just all about the kids, which was fantastic. I will say this now. This year was probably one of, it was a bit heavy handed in places where yeah. they kept surprised. Now, let me finish before anyone jumps me in this one. When they kept surprising kids, because every year they do the one kind of, you know, oh, here's your hero. Da, yeah. da, da. It was like, oh, here's your hero. Oh, here's your family. Oh, here's another surprise. It's like, right lads, we get it. Too much fucking emotions <coughs> a here. Lot of it, fuck. A lot of it. But the best part, I thought, was the interview with that little young one. Yeah, that was phenomenal. She was phenomenal. Fair was fucking play to her. Yeah, she was fantastic. Sophia, I think Sophia, her name yeah. was. And, uh, very fucking brave. Very, very brave and fair play to her. And, you know, I reckon she went to school this morning as a fucking hero. Absolutely. And probably uh-huh. has an army of people around her right yeah, now. Yeah, I reckon those bullies aren't going to fucking look in. No. Hopefully they're rethinking their fucking lives. Now, my wife made a very good point. Because my wife's a school teacher and she deals with this type of thing on a daily basis in I school. Imagine, yeah. Kids getting bullied. Uh but she goes, Wayne, I totally get it. I get, she's a very brave kid, fair play to her for doing it, but you also have to think of one thing. People that are bullies are generally doing it because they either have a bad home life or they themselves are being bullied by somebody. Hmm. So, fair play to Sophia. She deserved to have her moment there and to, to focus on that. But those kids that bully her were probably sitting at home shitting themselves because they were going to get found out for doing what they were doing and whoever was doing bad things to them was probably continuing to do bad things to them well what I would hope like when I said about them rethinking what they're doing I'm hoping they've realised the damage and the upset they were causing sure so now 
in my hopeful, like in my perfect world, they would have gone up to her and apologized today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully everyone else would have forgiven them for yeah. that as well. And it'll start to mend things and move forward. That's what I said about rethinking. I'm hoping yeah, yeah, that yeah. all of this puts everyone in a new light and everyone sort of goes, you know what, shit, we've all been assholes. Let's just get along. Yeah, Let's yeah, move yeah. on with our fucking 100%. lives in a positive fucking fashion. Well, like, I was, I was on Twitter because I was going Twitter for the Late Late Show. Right? Really? That's why I saw show. nothing because I, I don't do Twitter. I was like, Twi- yeah, so Twitter, the toy show for Twitter is, is a lot of fun because as long as people aren't slagging off the kids, if you're slagging off, Tuberty is fair game for me. Oh, yeah. Fuck Tuberty. Open season on him. Fair game on him, right? If you slag off the kids, you're a prick. No, you can, you can laugh with the kids. Laugh with the, the kids, kids, but don't laugh at the kids, yeah. right? Like that, little, that, little, that little young flit, man, always goes back to me. Any crack? Neil. Deal. That little dude. Fuck you. Fuck you, I'm out. Fuck you. <laughs> Somebody did a thug life with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. That was, that was that two years ago? Fuck you, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> Ed Crack Neil. <laughs> Drives off. Bow, Carry bow, on. Bow, 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 <laughs> but the, the kids this year were fantastic. Um, and that kid with the, the, the walk of pain, which I was like, what is happening right now? He was reviewing a Lego kit and Tub said to him, have you ever stepped on Lego? This is what it's like as a parent when your kid has Lego. We have the walk of pain. And he had all these toys laid out. No, you know you know what most parents do if they're fucking sensible? They make their child, or they get their child used to the, the concept of putting a toy away and taking sure. out a new one. Yeah. Not flooding the entire front room with shit that you have to navigate like a spacker. Yeah. And if you do have to do that, you shovel. Yeah. You put your feet level on the ground and you scoop and move as you walk. You don't lift and drop. Sure. That's insanity. But also, you don't do it live on TV where you get a small child versus a large man yeah. on a walk of pain. Which is basically, like, how long was it? That was, like, about a good, <coughs> I'd say maybe, it had to be more than 12 foot, man. About that, yeah. It was about, it was about maybe even no, 16 I think, foot I think long. the kid actually shoveled his way through. He did, he was clever. But Tubbers, like, he hopped across he's, it like some sort of lunatic. Well, yeah, he was coked up to his nuts, so he's all right. Man. But the, the <laughs> other, before they uh, used that particular thing for the walk of pain, it was filled with whoopee cushions. Yeah, I would have watched that kid rolling through those whoopee cushions all night. I was in fucking peals yeah. of laughter. Yeah, it was amazing. And there, he kept trying to get him in the face when it just yeah. wouldn't go off. That was you've uh, got to squeeze it. Don't crush it. There were some great <laughs> memes after the fact of of Tuberty and his bullshit. Um, and it was quite funny to watch that. But the, my, my absolute favorite bit though, yeah, inject, was when he got glammed up. Yeah. Oh man, because that kid that he hit a snowball with, like they had this fake snow. That you add water to and it kind of quadruples in size and becomes fake kind of snow. Yeah. You can throw at people. But there was a momentary moment of insanity when Tuberty didn't realize how tall he was and how small the kid was. And he did an overhand throw of the snowball down into the kid's face. The kid was wearing glasses. So the snow went behind the kid's glasses and into his mouth, literally decimating his poor child's face with fake snow, which I'm assuming is toxic. I it I know, not it's, be, it's not toxic, it's not toxic. But it's like stuff in your eyeballs. It's still though. fucking manky. Yeah. And the poor kid had to go behind the set and start spitting up. I don't know if he vomited, but he looked like he was vomiting. Yeah. That one <laughs> and scooping all the stuff out of his eyes. The poor little dude was blind. <coughs> like, the gas. But he got his retribution. It was so he did, actually, yeah. Because he tried yeah. throwing a bit of snow and he realised this didn't work. And then he spied the big bowl of glitter. Yeah. And he levelled Tubbers. He did. I have like it was like a drag queen makeover, like an instant drag queen shotgun. Ba boom! Yeah, in the face. Oh, it was beautiful it was because like, my, but, my little pony shot all over him or something. Man, and it was like the ad when the ad break came on, he came back and it was it was off his face, but it was in his fucking eyes. Oh, yeah. Couldn't get that shit because he probably would have blinded himself. Oh it was very funny. Fucking delicious. But there was a brilliant meme actually of the bit where he came back from the break. Yeah. And it was they caught him mid blink. 
And it was like basically just says me after finding me mates on the dance floor at three a.m. in the morning. Then George, and it was just <laughs> it just hit tubbers in his Christmas jumper, just covered in glitter all over. And he just looked like he was hanging, and it just, it was perfect. It was perfect. Oh, send me that letter, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'll drag it up and I'll find. It. Drag it up and I'll find it. Hey. hey, but the no, no. The fair play to the highlight of the kids. The the kids were the the star of the show, which is what they should have been and it should always be. And I thought great. the um, Freddie Mercury and um, what you call it? I thought that was a bit disjointed to be what honest. You call it? it was like the Elton John and the Elton Queen. John thing. was a bit. It was a bit weird. Yeah, it was a bit weird because they yeah. they didn't finish. They got they get to a point. They got I think there was the part where they got the Bohemian Rhapsody where they were about to go. They cut away. It was too much. Yeah, it was all over the shop. Now, granted, and the little cork rapper fella man. Yeah, MC Tiny. Yeah. What I I thought he was saying. I thought I was having an embolism. He was saying right. Right, and everyone thought he was saying right because nobody understands him. Cork boys, he's yeah. not saying right. He's yeah. saying right, 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 right. Yeah, but it sounds like he was saying right, right, right. Uh-huh. And I think it was um, I was one of our mates put it up on Facebook, and she was like, "Oh my god, is that kid saying right and that?" <laughs> was like, "No, no, boy, it's the Cork accent, boy. You can't tell." But he was, yeah, he he looked like he was he was on he was on something alright. His little mate beatboxing was deadly, but you could barely fucking hear him. Irene didn't know what the fuck he was meant to be doing. Like, what was that kid doing? Yeah, what's he? It looked like he was having a bit of an attack. But the guy on the right hand side, the happy lad, he was out of his little mind. He was just happy to be there. They were just, all happy to yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm fucking doing? I've think, forgotten my lines. Honest to God, I literally, think, he looked so happy. Like it's that level of delirious. Like, oh shit. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. If somebody catches me, I'm fucked, but this is far too much crack. I'm just going to go with it. Shit. I think they were all feeding each other from the same supply. That's that to me, that's what it looked like. They were all off their heads on Fanta something. filled fuckers. Yeah. They just filled them full of Skittles and Coke and yep. just sent them off on their way. The one major thing that annoyed me more than anything about the toy show, though, was the, I'm going to use inverted commas for the people who are listening here, but uh, the tribute to Gabo. Was that just a framed picture? Framed picture for a split second and yeah. then a wipe. I was fucking livid with that. Like, whatever you think about Gabo, right? Yeah. He was a part of our fucking childhood, right? And for fucking decades, we had the toy show. And he spent a lot of time talking to all the kids. He made everybody feel fucking special at Christmas, right? And they didn't even give him a fucking minute. And they did, like, do, they did had done the big tribute to Gabo as well, though. At, they did, like, the two weeks previously, there was a big tribute show, too. No, but the toy show, they should have done, yeah, like, yeah. a montage of all the best bits of him at the toy they show have, yeah. and just a little pause and gone let's just remember him for this because yeah, yeah. this was amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was a frame picture and it was totally just sitting there in a fucking leather chair smiling for a second on a wipe I was like fuck you yeah, yeah that was you, that was shithead. yeah that was bad so I was pissed off at that no they should have done you're right they should have done a montage of like his best and toy show best bits my daughter was more irritated by the fact that there was no kids with a, tri- with a farm where's the farm there's no farm no farm Where's that kid with the fucking farm? There's always a kid. There's always a kid with the farm. There's always a kid with a tractor. Yep. Was there any tractors? Some shite bag in a fucking Merc. <laughs> was that a tractor? No. It was a big. I remember the kid in the Merc, and he was just like. Burp, 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 burp. He was definitely from the south side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well. Uh, but me and Army were trying to spot the kids that were related to people from the RTE. That's what we were trying to spot. Oh right, really? Because that is like there's like a, there's a, there is a, it's the RTE. It's nepotism all the way oh, for man. certain parts of it. Now a lot it's of the kids were Ireland. It's not just RTE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there was, I, I we were trying to pick out the Fintons and the Lorcans <laughs> uh, out of all of them. Quentin. Like yeah. Tarquin. But we don't know who was who. No offense to Quentin or Tarquin, who are listening. <laughs> I doubt there's any Quentins or Tarquins. Pretty sure there might be a Quentin, but there's definitely not a Tarquin. No. Uh, it's, there's somebody called Tarquin somewhere highly offended <laughs> um, his Tarquin sense is tingling 
Yeah, but no, it, it was. I felt it was the best toy show in a long, long while. Last year's yeah. was an absolute nightmare. No, it was, it was there was one nightmare bit though. There was one nightmare bit with what, one when the kid already got blinded. No, uh, it was <laughs> what to do with one of the toys. Uh, there was a toy that they had that when you stroked it, its neck grew. Oh God, that thing was. Do you remember that? Yeah. So do you not remember the bit where they were like? Tubbs had walked away from it. He put it down, and it, to, it was like it's touch sensitive, so you have to it looked, rub it for its neck to move. It right? looked like one of those things from the uh, Bosco, you know the tongue, yeah, tongue yeah, yeah, tongue, tongue, tongue twisters. twisters. Yeah. But it was you had to rub its back or something for its neck to I go. I don't up, like the fact that right? you're doing a rubbing motion and making a thrusting. This motion. episode's all about head. All right. Um, and how to get ahead in advertising? Yeah. And they, they kind of the kids played with it, and then they put it down. And the kids went, and Tubbs walked away. And then he pointed over, and he goes, "Does everyone like that shit?" And he looked, he pointed over at the camera, cut to it, and it was head was down. And then the head just went, and its eyes lit up green. Yeah, that was horrifying. And then they zoomed in on it, and he was like, "Everyone for everyone in the audience." And I was like, "Who the fuck was one of them? I want one of them." Yeah. What the fuck? It was like it literally came to life as the camera focused on it. <laughs> and it was like that thing is meant to be touch sensitive. There's nobody touching the fucking thing. What's going on? It's haunted. <laughs> yeah, because there is always every year. There's always you didn't a see the guy toy. out of shot stroking it. Yeah, just, just the, the guy. The usual. <laughs> it, was, it was the hand sons dusting the turkey. It was just a hand there, just like somebody rubbing. lying there behind the set, just reaching through and seeing. Stroke, 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 stroke. I stroke. did see the the best tweet about the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this. I didn't because I'm not on Twitter. No, but safe people, to assume I didn't people had reposted this on Facebook. It was that good, oh, right? right? Okay, cool. So it was a case of to do with the kids is you know you're a big fan of of uh, of. Um, What's the boxer, female boxer's name? Fucking. I'm, I'm oh, I'm not going to tell you. This is amazing. Uh, uh, Katie Taylor. Damn it. So I knew <laughs> her. I, knew her, I know her name. I just threw a blank for a second. Yeah. So Katie Taylor. She's like, oh, you're a big fan of Katie Taylor. Yeah. Uh, and what would you like to say to Katie Taylor that if she was here? Yeah. It's like, oh, here she is, right? So did it was, did this tweet was, so Ryan, you're a big fan of Gabo, yeah? He's like, yeah. What would you say to him if he's here? Well, obviously, I can't say it to him. Really? The lights dim. There's a groan from the backstage. Turn around, Ryan. I don't want to. <laughs> Turn around, Ryan. Jesus. <laughs> it was amazing. That's creepy. <laughs> but yeah, no, that poor little young woman. <coughs> Katie Taylor. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Could, she was like, oh, fucking dirt. <laughs> Boy, could she box. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. She was fucking fast, man. Fucking A. And like, Katie Taylor was like, would you like to do a training session? Fuck me. Yeah. There's the next Olympic gold medalist right there. 100%. She was like lightning. You give, it, give it like... Four or five years and herself on the who's the only one who did the karate the couple of years ago? Oh yeah, I remember her. She was fucking terrifying. Did she kick Tuberty? Did he have a suit on or something? She booted him. I can't remember. I just remember she was doing all the kata and it was like Jesus. Yeah. It's fucking impressive. I guarantee someone is listening going, Well actually her footing was of shut the fuck up. That was fucking impressive. <laughs> she kicked the shit out of any of us. Yeah. Um but the box the girl who was in the boxing top top job. Great, great shit altogether. No, but the, like I said, the kids were the, the kids were the stars of that show. Hundred percent. Uh, fair play to them. Less musical numbers, covers. Bang on. More glitterati. I did like Bang the on. fact that they had a kid singing about uh, a Republican who was on his way. To Holy get shit! Shot by I the forgot Brits about the Holy singing Grace. Fuck. Like the actual what? meaning of that song yeah. is about an Irish Republican fighter as saying goodbye to his missus. Oh shit! I know this song, and yeah. he was like, "What?" And I was like, "They're not playing." Oh my god, they're playing this fucking song. Yeah, so and, like, he, and he like he—it was a kid singing yeah. this. You're kind of going, "Do and they and, know what and that was song is me, about?" And he was looking at me, going, Gee, it, "What? It? It? What? What?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." 
Is he? Oh yeah, he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not coming home. That's what that song's about. He ain't coming home. Yeah. Off to see the tans. That's <laughs> what he's going to see. Shit. Off to see the tans. It's like, great till next year, man. If he come out, you black and tans straight up. <laughs> Just go straight. Billy Barry, fuck off. Here we go. Come out, you Brit. The Billy Barry fighters. <laughs> Here they are. The Billy Barry irregulars. <laughs> right, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> We are out, son. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. Right. You can't have to. We have to end right. on that Don't one. forget, folks, as well, if you're a regular Stan Auto customer, you get 10% off all back issues in the shop. These are all legends. Happy Christmas and shit. This isn't a Christmas episode. No, it's not. No. Okay. no. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. Cool. Good night from us and good night from the Billy Bowery, your regulars. <laughs> <laughs>